The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello, and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing great. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you for joining me once again here for an action-packed episode of the NXT cast. It's a Halloween Havoc 2021 edition of the NXT cast. So um, not the same theme as we've had the last couple of years with uh, Shotzi Blackheart being around, being a good scream queen and giving us the right motif to get into the spooky season. But they're going to try their best. (laughs) They're going to try their best this year. Uh, It's a new crew, new cast, new set. So we start off the action Hot and fast this week. Women's mm-hmm. tag team stairway to heaven or hell ladder match. Yeah. Toxic attraction Ooh. versus Persia Parati and Indy Hartwell versus the champions, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. We're just going to get right to it. Uh huh. I'd say four out of the six women in this match. Mm-hmm. We're quite, we're not quite ready for prime time. They did pretty well, though. I actually really enjoyed this match. I think they. I was really rooting for Persia and Indy. I thought. I, really for- I thought Persia Parati looked very good in this match. I will agree with you she, there. Oh, she looked amazing. I was really worried for JC Jane. I was like, ma'am. I'm looking at you. I'm worried for you. But she did pretty toxic attraction actually did pretty well as well. I don't think I think for like a lot of like as green as like they are and for like what happened like the last week, I thought it was a really good like intense match. It was really brutal. There was oh the spots. Oh the spots. <laughs> but yeah, it was there were some spots. I was just like, well, are you? Ooh, yeah, you're not quite ready. But I re- I actually really did enjoy this match. I was like, all right, okay. I was very worried. I was like, ooh, this going to be, this going to be not, ooh, this going to be bad. But it wasn't. Pleasant surprise. One of those spots. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Zoe Stark. Oh, God. Zoe what in the heck? I don't even know what she was trying to do because what she did was know. so bad. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what happened, <laughs> ma'am. You started off so hot. I don't know. 
It was supposed to be like a hurricane runner onto the ladder, I think. And it, uh, yeah, it just was, it, it was like, oh my. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because I was just like, what? What just, what happened? Oh God. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with Missouri. Don't know what's happening. She seems but. to be regressing, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Very because so. I th- sorry, I think it's because she they haven't been wrestling really. No, they haven't. You know? But like you don't train? Some training is different than I- the live TV full speed. Yeah. You know, this is this is it, you know. Yeah. Does it actually have dark matches? Like house shows and stuff like that? Currently not. I don't think they're touring. Okay. So that's probably, yeah. you know, this is probably her only chance to really wrestle in front of the people. And it yeah. just looked like she may have had nerves. I don't know. Maybe because it's just, oof. Oof. Well. EO, when she jumped. When she got pushed off that ladder onto the other ladder, I was like, is she dead? <laughs> is she okay? Because she did not get up for the rest of the time. Yeah, she took that fall on her shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, bounced off of it. Like, kind of, I thought, you know, when she bounced, I thought she slid yeah. in between the rungs of the ladder. I was like, dead. And then I saw the replay. I was like, oh, no, she kind of like. Fell off the side and slumped underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But still, <laughs> it looked so off. I was just like, is she dead? Is she okay? Oh, God. It was very scary. But I really, I actually really did enjoy this match. Very strong match. It was. I, I've been saying forever, I need Zoe and EO to drop these belts. I do. I did. Because I want them to be singles wrestlers again. I don't, I wasn't feeling them as a team. But I wanted it to go to Persia and Indy because I really, I like the both of them. I mean, Tax of Distraction is bad. So I'm going to, like, especially this match made me, like, um, like them more and be, like, a little bit more invested in them. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, all right, they got it. And I'm glad that JC Jane is okay. <laughs> she has not been on pro- um, concussion protocol <laughs> and nothing bad happened. Maybe that was just, like, a slip up last week and like because I, I was very much worried i was just like oh god she could have broken her neck her everything so glad that she's okay and she did really good in this match they all did i actually really enjoyed this match jc jane tries to go up the ladder but eo shirai pulls her down onto another ladder setting up a lion salt Onto JC Jane on top of that ladder. Now it's Indy Hartwell planning Zoe Stark onto a ladder, but Io Shirai knocks Hartwell off of the ladder that she's trying to climb up and get the titles on. Hartwell then knocks the ladder over, sending Io Shirai back, um, back off of the ladder head first onto the bridge ladder across the announce table, the bump that Miss Simi was referencing. Uh, with that terrifying crash out of the way, Gigi Dolan runs up the ladder and wins the titles, pushes Indy Hartwell off, wins the titles. So Toxic Attraction has uh, gotten one half of their mission complete. As I said, they're going to leave with all the titles in the women's division. So they've captured those tag team titles now. 
It was a good match. We'll yeah. just get them like a little bit better on like the mic, and I think I think we got a ball game. I think we got some. Do I have I to, like re- to see a nice little lady faction? Do I have to <laughs> refrain from calling her fake ass Anna J now that she's a champion? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Because <laughs> Anna J is not a champion, so. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I know this is is, uh, not the AEW side of things, but who do you think I know in the long run who we want? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in the current configuration of the way things are going, who do you Mm -hmm. think is going to take the title off of Britt Baker? Who would be your candidate? Um, It's it's most likely going to be Ruby Soho. I'm gonna mm. be honest. Okay. Either Ruby or maybe Anna Jack, because they've been kind of like um, making her more the leader of, or even like, okay, I have either Ruby, think um, Tay Conti, or Anna J. I think are like the most likely candidates to do it. I mean, I would love to have like Chris Statlander come up in there or Big Swole. Give maybe um, Red Velvet a run or try actually put more Red Velvet with like the TBS championship so people can get more with her. But yeah, eventually we want Jade to have that muffin yes. title. Yes. But I think I think in the more immediate, I think it's going to be either Tay Conti, Anna Jay, but like I'm 95% that Ruby Soho is going to be the one. Okay. My prediction. We'll do the advertisement here. Insert advertisement here. Uh, You can hear us talk more about (laughs) AEW over on the Patreon page (laughs) at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Like the best move transition. (laughs) (laughs) Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. They out here um, (laughs) looking like some, I don't know what their Halloween costume was supposed to be. They kind of look like 50 Cent back in the day yeah, with the, like, like bulletproof yeah. vest I guess it was like G-Unit I guess would be that's what I thought I was like either G-Unit <laughs> crime time but whatever whatever it is yeah. it looks good <laughs> um, it looks good uh, did you speaking of looking good did you watch the uh-huh. what's next I sent you with Last <laughs> yes, Legend yes I did <laughs> I loved it oh I love it she threw out the boom box <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can draw that better than that. And they're like, huh? Right. What? <laughs> and then, like, Last Legend and Mackenzie, like, <laughs> bonding over, like, Mississippi. <laughs> Alicia's like, yeah. One, two, three, four. Ooh, yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> it was great. Oh, she was like, as you notice, we don't even have chairs. How did you get chairs? Who gave you chairs? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did you get such nice stuff on your set? Right. She's like, I'm Last Legend. You guys, please watch what's next with Alicia, <laughs> with Alicia McKenzie. They're so funny. It's great. When they be They're doing so those great. close-ups on Alicia's face. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be looking like, oh, shit. Here we are. And I love when she tweets. She's like, are we going to have a good show? Is McKenzie going to behave this time? Or is she going to throw me under the bus again? <laughs> They're so funny together. Like, they're so funny. Definitely a hidden gem inside yes. of the YouTube page uh, for WWE. Right. They don't get a lot of like 
um, exposure. They don't really have their own like channel where you can watch just that. You have to like yeah. scroll through the rest gotta, of the like, stuff. For it. Yeah, yeah, because but... I'm always like looking for it, and I'm like, where is it? Yeah, it comes out Thursdays. So I do funny. know that, but yeah, it's really good. There's one I didn't send you though with uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams uh, with their shirts <gasps> off. Oh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I figured that she'd just stumble upon that one on her own. <laughs> you wouldn't need I will stumble it. on it. <laughs> so, so, I will <laughs> so, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they're um, looking for this haunted house so they can get that <laughs> North American title back, which, you know, Johnny and Dexter Loomis confiscated last week. They can't believe no. <laughs> they're doing this. Uh <laughs> Trick is just like, man, y'all know we don't be doing this type of stuff, man. Right. <laughs> and Carmelo's Trick like, I can't believe we're doing it. It's like, he's like, no. <laughs> Carmelo's like, man, yeah, but I got to get my title back. So we cut Johnny Gargano. He's like, why can't you just have a replica? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis are at the house. And Johnny Gargano's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he home alone the heck out of the house. So it's like, you know, booby trapped <laughs> is what he's. Uh, and they're matching. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, he says he even had help from the zombie ref. So, who just comes stumbling out. Right. So then this is where Trick is like, man, you can always get a replica. And Carmelo right. Hayes is like, no, nah, B. <laughs> I want <laughs> He was like, I want the one with my place on it. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> I love how when they were in the car, he was like, I thought you said you were about it, about it. And Trick is like, mm. <laughs> he's like, nah, about this, though. <laughs> great <laughs> uh now see these are the things that you're not getting on the other station but these are the things that are actually gonna move nxt and wwe in a whole ahead because this is like actually real life black people stuff we can relate to exactly the fact that Trick keeps saying, listen, I don't mess with demons. You know I don't mess with demons. What are you doing? We don't do this. <laughs> no, it's just great. You can tell like Malcolm Bivens or somebody is, is yeah. like help with this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's in there like just let them be them. Right. Right. So when because you got to remember, you're trying to project this to black people. So if white people don't right. get it, that's fine. But we need yeah. the black people to get it. So and, exactly. and we're all like, oh, yeah, we definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is how we would react. <laughs> right. Uh, definitely how we would be. We see a video on Kaylee Ray breaking a lot of things. So yeah. it's just like she's soon to reenter into the uh, picture of the women's division. Uh, Grayson, right, <laughs> Grayson Waller, who uh, we all, I'm like, the hell is he doing here? I thought La Knight was hosting this. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what you doing, Dracula man? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> There's this one. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same one that I sent you, or if it's another one I was watching. But um, they're talking about La Knight, and they're talking about like people's uh-huh. catchphrases, and so they're running through mm-hmm. catchphrases, and then it's like La Knight, let me talk to you, and then he, he did, and then uh, he's like, one thing he can do is talk, and then at least like, let me talk to you, and he's like, he's really good at talking, and then she's like, let me talk to you, it's like, and we also found out he likes black coffee, and they like zoom in on Alicia, and she winks, it's like, oh shit, okay, that's, so, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yes, that show is it's a great complimentary piece to go with the 
actual wrestling show every week. Just a gem. Because it's the one place, it's kind of like their version of Talking Smack, where the yeah. they can kind of have a little leeway and freedom as far as the talent. And they can get a little more personality in. Right, exactly. So Grayson Waller isn't the host. He's here as Dracula and promises the women will be in revealing outfits. That's when Joe Gacy okay. comes in to complain about things, and now it's time for him to deal with someone. So Joe Gacy versus a resident jobber, Malik Blade. Uh, the only thing I can say about this is at least he on TV every week. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was just like, oh, <laughs> well, all right. But he's the type of dude where eventually, like, he's going to beat somebody. You know what I'm saying? They keep showing yeah. him, keep showing him, keep showing him. He's going to eventually right. beat somebody and then, you know, have a turnaround. Um, right, because he is good. Yeah, he is good. Gacy jumps Blade to start as we cut to Harlan walking around backstage in a Michael Myers outfit. Another shot puts Blade down, but here's Harlan to grade Blade by the throat. Gacy then hits the handspring lariat for the pin and the win. And then Gacy talks to Harlan post-match. Put some hair on that man's head. I guess somebody was like, Laura Sullivan didn't work out, but we got somebody who looks just like him. Let's try it again. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe without the racism. I guess, the <laughs> and racism. the mis- homophobia and the misogyny. Yeah. All the bad isms. <laughs> yeah. Conservative white man bingo card. Yep. Uh, we go to the NXT Halloween party with Waller liking what he's seeing. Cameron Grimes, because he's going straight to the moon, is dressed as an astronaut. He hits on two women, but calls them extraterrestrials instead of angels. Must of their dismay. Waller is like, come on, man. That ain't how you be smooth. You got to be, you know, complimentary. You got to try to flatter. And so he kind of gives Cameron Grimes pep talk. Oh, Cameron Grimes needed his hair to be better combs. You got all that money. (laughs) <laughs> okay it would help if you were better groomed that's the one uh malcolm bivens issues a diamond mine open challenge so that open challenge is answered by big odyssey jones he takes yeah, on roderick okay. strong <laughs> malcolm bivens is like we know your ass ain't no 200 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Love it. Cole doesn't get Roderick Strong very far, so he goes with some kicks to the face instead. Honestly, Jones fights back up, but has to deal with the rest of Diamond Mind, allowing Roderick Strong to hit some jumping knees. One more big knee to the jaw makes Odyssey Jones fall forward. Roderick Strong is able to pin Odyssey Jones and get the win. This was a good match, though. I enjoyed this. Right. I like Odyssey Jones very much, and I like um like Roddy in this like role with like Malcolm Bivens. So Mm -hmm. this was a good match. I enjoyed this. Let's do more of a feud with these two because that's fun. Imperium with subtitles promises to win the tag team titles. Then we go back to the Halloween party where no one recognized Von Wagner. Cameron Grimes promises to be in Duke Hudson's poker room next week. And Robert Stone, as Elvis, gets put through a table by Zion Quinn. And uh, that is called celebration as everybody <laughs> busts out and cheers. Uh, Frankie Monet is like, really? This is what I'm here for? Please move me up to the main <laughs> roster. I am not interested in none of these shenanigans. <laughs> oh, but it was fun. This, the party was hilarious. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Um, they give us a 
backstory video package on uh, Mandy Rose and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez comes out riding a motorcycle. Mandy Rose gets her Mandy Rose entrance. This is spin the wheel, make the deal. So Chucky gets to spin the wheel. Uh, it would be the choice is Chucky's choice. So he says, let's have a trick or treat fight. So. Good. Yes. I enjoyed this. <laughs> Actually. Surprisingly. <laughs> Mandy Rose kicks the steps into Raquel's face for a near fall, but Rose can't get her up in a double underhook. Gonzalez comes back with the spear through the table in the corner for a very near fall. Then a woman in a green in a grim reaper costume hits Raquel Gonzalez in the back with a shovel, allowing Mandy Rose to near in the face and pin Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez. And we have a new NXT women's champion. Mandy Rose or so love Mandy like, Rose. No, nope, <laughs> nope. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda, Charlie, Stacy, and Rose because she's a white woman. Don't <laughs> this was like a hard day because it was just like, I want Raquel to drop this title, but to Mandy, oh God. So this was a rock and a hard place, but I will give them this. They, they heard street fight and they said, oh, bet. And so I enjoyed that they like, they made it a street fight. That kendo stick with the chair thing. I was just like, just slide it out, Raquel. Raquel, slide, slide, slide the stick out. Slide the stick out. But that, the chair spot was fun. It was, I also enjoyed when she, when Raquel popped up on the announcer table with like the mask and the, like the. Fire extinguisher. Yeah. The fire extinguisher, that was funny. Although she was like using it like Febreze. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Cammy D. <laughs> she was just like, why is she spraying it like it's Febreze? <laughs> I was like, you're right. <laughs> she is. But I, it was actually a, like a good like street fight. I was just like, oh, okay. So they heard street fight. They said, let's go. Let's give them street fight. So I enjoyed that. And of course, the ending. Let's talk about my girl. Post-match, here comes... GG and JC, and we have a big old pose down with Mandy Rose winning her first ever title in WWE. Uh, oh. And yeah, so she celebrated like it too. Um, yeah. So they pose with the titles. And uh, after they have their moment, the Grim Reaper reveals herself, and it <laughs> is Dakota Kai. Baby girl, I've missed you. Thank you. Make this uh, Mandy Rose title very, very transitional. And get your title back, girl. <laughs> Love it. I was hoping she was going to end up on SmackDown or Raw, but yeah. she's back. Yeah. Yay! Maybe this is going to be like the last few to usher them into there. Right. Maybe, maybe she's going to like beat Raquel onto the main roster. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But. So glad to see my girl back and her hair is pinker than ever. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, they in the haunted house now. And uh, yeah, (laughs) it's real creepy. So we take a commercial break. (laughs) They run into an old woman and a guy with his face painted and they try to keep it moving. Andre Chase pops up and the three of them see Dexter (laughs) Loomis in a mirror. They turn around and of course Dexter Loomis isn't there, but then he appears. So they all start running. Trick and Carmelo, they find the title. 
But Trick says it's never this easy in the movies. So Carmelo exactly. grabs the title and then everyone shows up with Johnny Gargano saying, Destro Loomis's house is weird. Next week, they'll do this again at Johnny Gargano's <laughs> house. And everyone gives a collective <laughs> thumbs up. And that's the way that we ended this saga. I loved this so much. With like freaking Carmelo and Trick getting separated, and then when Carmelo finally popped back up, Trick punching him in the face. <laughs> fucking Andre Chase and the Trick talking about something. Did someone say Andre Chase? <laughs> and him looking for his students because they were on a field trip. And the Trick being like, "Oh yeah, we saw my side. I think the dead kid. He's outside." <laughs> this was hilarious. I loved every moment of this. See, this is what we need. But there was, I saw some people were like being. You know, being like fuddy duddies and like hating on, it. and I'm just like, oh my god, you guys do not like fun. Why don't you like fun? This it's was like, hilarious. It's like y'all already know. As soon as Johnny Gargano is involved in it, this is gonna be right. pure like canon, and you know, what I'm saying it's gonna be real fun. Now, if you don't right. want to get the jokes and you don't want to be in on it, then, you know, that's your prerogative. But if you right. want it, but if, if you, you know, immerse yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll be entertained and understand that, yes, yeah, some things in wrestling can be fun. It's just, it's like, this is hilarious. It's like, y'all do not watch a wrestling show just to see people just, yeah, just grappling in the ring block. Like, that's fun too. But like, also, have some damn fun. Give give us some razzle dazzle, which they did. It was great. If y'all just want to fight, just people just want to watch people just straight up fight. Go watch MMA or some shit. Like, don't come over here. <laughs> like, <laughs> this was just a great a great time. I loved it. So funny. It really it got um, Trick and Carmelo even more over. Cause like people see like they can have fun. They're great. So I loved it. I laughed. So much. <laughs> um, Grayson Waller is in the ring to talk about exclusive content on social media when mm-hmm. La Knight arrives in the same costume. Elliot Knight's like he had car trouble, but he wants to know mm-hmm. how Grayson Waller knew about it. Not that it matters <laughs> as a debuting solo Sequoia, a martial artist, Rikishi's um, son for show, mm-hmm. clears the ring. Yeah, of both of them. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I know what Uso when I see him. <laughs> it's like, damn, he really looked like Ricky because he's got the weight already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Usos are kind of like holding it off as best they can. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they've put on yeah. more weight over the years since they've been in WWE. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily mm-hmm. like muscle weight, just weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like, Oh, you already hefty. Okay, I know exactly what this is. You're definitely Rikishi's right. son. <laughs> right. They got that same face when I heard his promo. I was just like, I know Uso when I hear and see one. Because they sound exactly like. Uh, so good debut for him. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Braun Breaker is warming up with Chucky watching from a locker. Now it's time for the tag team title match. MSK versus Imperium. MSK came in through the crowd. A crowd that was cheering for them with signs. I was like, well, look at that. Fuck it, Izzy's parents, you jerks. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Come through that crowd. 
Well, looks like they might have kept those sympathizers of Izzy's parents and her out of the building for this one. Because, yes, this was a de- de- different tone of reception than they've had mm-hmm. in the past. Yep. Uh, <laughs> putting the cart before the horse miss simmy with spoiler alerts just all over the place listen if you listen to the podcast i know you better have seen this damn show <laughs> <laughs> god damn it <laughs> this is also spin the wheel make the deal we're gonna have a lumberjack match with other tag teams around the ring so some of the tag teams come out as just themselves not Eitman, Jiro, and Kushida, though, because they said they were the nope. Creed brothers. <laughs> Did you see Eichmann with the singlet headgear and some damn loafers on? It's like this dude right here, man. <laughs> I love it. I love a ham. Great. Uh, an Imperium bomb is broken up, but Carter hits a middle rope Canadian destroyer that knocks Bartel silly. The push moonsault gets two count, and then it's a sheer drop brain buster that drops Wesley. The Imperium bomb follows that, and Imperium are your new NXT Tag Team Champions. What a surprise. I did not see that coming. I was just like, oh, all right. This was a really good match. Mm-hmm. My God. Again, Wesley. You don't. Calm the fuck down. The oh over-the-top uh, somersault to the floor on top of everybody? That one. The freaking, the damn freaking cartwheel into that backwards kick. I, uh, my God, my heart. My heart. What's the white dude's it. name? Carter? Nash Carter. Nash Carter? Yeah. Uh, he did a freaking diamond cutter from the top onto like everybody on the floor like what are y'all doing relax both of you (laughs) calm down (laughs) my god because at first i thought oh he's just gonna like do a hurricane rana or like some type of like thing where he's gonna like still be on the ropes I was like, yeah. oh, he's going to bulldog. I was like, he's going to bulldog him? I was like, nah, he's no. not going to do that. Then he just he does a, watch me work. <laughs> then he does a diamond cutter. I'm like, oh, I don't even think I, that might be worse than the bulldog. <laughs> like, I just, he was just like, oh, Wes, you think you're going to do that dive? Oh, watch what I do. No, stop it. It's too much. Too much. But a fantastic match. I really do love Imperium. I do. They're so good. Classic also, tag team. MSK. Yeah, I, I, and I love tag teams. So like that's when it's like women's wrestling tag teams. Those are like my two. Just those are my things. And also flippy shit. But you can add that with the tag team stuff. But it they work so well together. And it's just like the way they're like good at cutting off the ring. And listen. I don't know their names individually, but Bald Imperium, Bald Imperium, which is what I call him. That is a uh, that is a uh, Bartel. That one. He lifted those two mofo's off his shoulder like he's Bianca Belair. What are you doing, sir? <laughs> My God. My God. It was it was so good. I was just like, "Where's Walter? I know he's proud. Where's Walter? <laughs> come on out." I was waiting for him to come out, but I enjoyed this very much. I don't mind if if MSK dropped the titles. I don't mind them dropping it to Imperium. I think it's it's oof. 
very good because like if there's they're still trying to like bring up like the newer tag teams and stuff mm-hmm. like that are greener than working with like a veteran team like imperium that are at such a, like a high level it's only gonna like help so i didn't mind them dropping it to imperium <laughs> fantastic match now bring them fools to smackdown or raw because woof glad to see msk come to work um and join, leave them alone <laughs> be participants in the costume party and everything uh where do you see them going from here because the relationship in nxt is kind of weird right now you know what i'm saying for yeah. the past two or three months we've been talking about mm-hmm. how ooh their crowd reaction is changing people don't like yeah. them what's the reason why but, but now that it's all come out mm-hmm. you could tell like you said they tried to make a concerted effort not to have them booed in this yeah. match for them to mm-hmm. clearly be the baby faces of this match. So mm-hmm. do you think that maybe they'll just be like, Hey, we don't want to turn you heel. Um, mm-hmm. but we don't also want to kind of keep you here. If your reaction is going to be, you know, if you're going to have go away heat with people, that's not going right. to be good either. So you think that maybe they could get moved up Preferably, yeah. I want everybody to go to SmackDown that I care about. I know, same, <laughs> same and, I would also like to go to SmackDown, right? And maybe try to you know establish them there with a newer audience yeah. that maybe will mm-hmm. doesn't know about the prior history of the NXT and everything. Right. Hmm. I think so. I think they they would do banger on SmackDown Raw too, but I would rather them be on SmackDown. But, like, yeah, I think they should, like, move them up, honestly. There are, like, I, oh, well, hopefully, you know what? I hope, like, those people are, like, permanently banned. I'm sorry, because if you're just gonna do, gonna be booing them and ruin the show off the strength of, like, these two, like, helicopter parents, like, get the hell out of here. No. So, like, I see them going to, to SmackDown or, Summer, or maybe try to like kind of maybe get their their like their titles back maybe have like another like kind of like feud with mm-hmm. imperium maybe try to get their titles back and like not make it and then they can go to like smackdown but yeah i don't think they're gonna go heel they're great baby faces though now it's time for the main event of the evening nxt title match tomaso champa versus braun breaker they slug it out with Ciampa getting the better of things. The fight heads outside to the floor where the floor pad has been pulled back. A DDT onto the exposed concrete knocks Braun Breaker silly and the fairy tale ending gets two count back in the ring. Ciampa needs him in the face a few times. Then he hits another fairy tale ending to retain the NXT title. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I wanted Braun Breaker to take it. Ugh. I don't care about Tommaso Ciampa as champion. I don't care. Give me Braun Breaker. Ugh. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> it was a good match. But like, damn it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Braun Breaker had a moment in this match where it was like, oh boy, is he tired? Was his feet wet? Are the ropes right. wet? <laughs> when he slipped? Yeah, luckily. I was, I was like, oh my God. Luckily, he wasn't any higher than he was because that could have been bad. Yeah. That could have been real bad. I was just like, oh, no. But I bad. like how the commentary played it. They're like, oh, he's still a rookie. Rookie mistake. I was like, all right. They're still trying to, like, 
give it like as if it's like part of it. I was like, all right, all right. I like that. I like sometimes that. you have to, sometimes you have to think on your feet and cover. And I yeah. think that's probably what they were really doing is kind of just thinking mm-hmm. on their feet and covering. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people thought with the way the show was going that, mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to reset all the champions. And if you're going to go Shut that up. route, you might as well go ahead and give Braun Breaker the title, even though, you know, he may be a little green and not ready for it. Maybe he could be one of those people who grows into being the champion, but they're like, nope. Yeah. So, um, and he beat him clean too. So I don't know yeah, I hate it. where that, you know, it's not like he can come out there and be like, you know, you, you screwed me over. I deserve another match. Um, so. I mean, there was that like um, that on the exposed like floor or whatever. I guess we can go with that, but still. right. But that's still kind of loose, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. He can win more shit and be like, "Listen, I've been winning. So guess who's still at the front of the line? Me, bitch. Give me that <laughs> much. <laughs> give me much right. opportunity. <laughs> right. Right. Um. I thought, of course, not up to the level that last year's Halloween Havoc was just because we had a much different level of experience and competitors involved. But I still thought that this was a very solid episode. It it did not have any moments of lull, unlike no. Dynamite had. You know, they started out strong and they kept up the action and the pace um, all the yep. way through. Uh, they used the Haunted House segments kind of as the come down, and that was still very entertaining as well. Uh, we got to see a debut, and so I, I thought this was a very strong show. I like this a lot. Yeah, I had a wang dang doodle of a time. <laughs> yeah. You know I love like dumb gimmicks and things like this. I love it. It makes me happy. I had a great time. I thought it was really good. Like you said, there was really no moments of like lull, even like when it wasn't like high pack action. They gave us um, Carmelo and Trick or they gave us like scenes of like the Halloween party, which Tony D'Angelo is going to be on Lash Legend next week. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That was cute. So I really, really enjoyed this show. Um, I thought the the women's um, match really surprised me because I, I was worried. I was just like, oh, God, is J.C. Jane going to be okay? A lot of them are really green. Persia is also really green. Are they going to be good? Is it going to be all right? And it was. It was really good. Mandy and um, Raquel also surprised me because, again, I was worried. Because Raquel's reign has been a little bit lackluster, especially with, like, Dakota not at her side. So I was just like, eh, we'll see how it goes. But, again, that was also really Oh, sorry. What was that? <laughs> that, was... <laughs> that, oh, that scared me. That was also really good. I enjoyed that one a lot. The um, tag team championship match was my favorite match. It was match of the night for me. It was. I enjoyed the high impact. Loved the way Imperium works and the way MSK works. So like the clashing of the styles, like like we're always talking about, was really good. So I enjoyed that. Surprised that. Um, that uh, the Imperium one, but I'm not mad at it. Braun Breaker and uh, Tommaso Ciampa was actually also a really good match. I just didn't like the ending because I wanted Braun Breaker to win. <laughs> but I had a really good time during this show. It was really fun. Usually we talk about this on a dark match, but we didn't get to it. I forgot uh-huh. to get to it. Um, uh-huh. Smackdown. I beat Braun. So I beat Brock up so bad. He's tweeting now. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> Roman. I love him. I love how he was getting in Paul's ass. He was just like, was that championship for me or was that for Brock? He was like, you were really bad at your job because like you, when Paul like, gave him the champion, he was just like, you see how you just gave me that microphone? How you just gave me that championship? Why couldn't you do that at Crown Jewel? I was just like, ooh, get him. Ask the question. It's right. Love, I love the Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, like, segment. It was great. I was just like, don't make me kind of like Brock. <laughs> I was like, where, where did this man get all this energy? The setup is, the setup is right now. Because before, the majority of the crowd wanted to cheer Brock and wanted to boo Roman. But the uh, story wasn't set up that way, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Now the story's set up that way where the crowd can boo Roman all they want and cheer Brock as Uh much as they want. And I think that's the part that's making you be like the energy from Brock Lesnar, because, you know, as the baby face, clear baby face, (laughs) you got to bring that energy, you know? And I was like, oh, all right now. And plus Roman can be like the dick heel that he wants to be. It's great. (laughs) I loved that. Um, What else? Uh, Adam Pierce got his pants ripped. Listen, and I loved that Pat McAfee would not let it go. <laughs> He's like, unlike the the pants ripping WWE official, he asked him so five, he ripped his pants. He mentioned it like three times. He was like, I'm not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. And oh, it was hilarious. Here's one other thing I want to bring up with you. Remember last week we had the conversation about how um, when it comes to Roman, that his mm-hmm. um, creep cast fans are very disrespectful and yeah. how they, you know, react to the things he does and the things he says. I saw uh-huh. y'all's reaction when he was talking about smashing people, smashing things two nights, and two times in one night. Uh-huh. I yeah. seen it. I seen those reactions. He said it. He said it. I see how y'all was reacting. I'm just I, reacting to the things that he said. I didn't he see too it. much respectfulness in some of these replies. Listen, I redacted myself. That's very respectful, okay? Listen, all right? So I would say I was the most respectful. So black. But you, but you also saw what I saw from your colleagues. And um, yeah, it was a whole oh, lot of... Um, I told them to go to bed. <laughs> I told many of them to go to bed. <laughs> and to simmer down. <laughs> Right, listen. I keep the peace. <laughs> I'm the most innocent one. How dare you? And then uh How dare you the culmination of the show with the title swap and the things oh, that have God. come out of that since. Um Yeah. I don't I think a lot of those a lot of those things with like a grain of salt. Right. Because like it I'm could, just like, all right. Yeah, in a business that is built off things trying to be as real as they can, but not really. Yeah. Yeah, you don't exactly. you don't know where the working stops and the realness begins. Right. Right. Because I was just like, ah. But like, we didn't need a Becky Two Belts moment. I <laughs> I know people love their Becky Two Belts thing. I was not a big fan of it. I'm going to be honest. So I was just like, when she was just like, maybe we'll get Becky, Becky too. I was just like, no, right. no, don't. What don't Charlotte do wanted to do, which is very, sounds, you know, contrary to what we think about her because of her reactions to 
a lot of people in the ring. But her thought was to lose the match to Bianca Belair that they had on Raw. And then that way, she wouldn't even have to go through with having to exchange the titles because, you know, the title would already be where it needed to be on Raw. That doesn't surprise me, actually, because if it, you say a lot of things about Charlotte about who, like, she knows who she wants to, like, go, like, bump against. And, like, if there's one thing about Charlotte, she's going to sell for black women. She's going to go up for the black women because she always, like, talks about how good she thinks Naomi is and, like, how much she stands Naomi. She does stand Bianca and she praises Sasha, like, a lot. So, like, her wanting to, like, go over, like, not to, um, like, uh, drop the belt to Bianca actually doesn't surprise me because that's like that. That's the one part that didn't surprise me, to be honest. So, eh, so like, yeah, but I, I actually think that her like not having, um, Bianca win the raw title will make a better story when she wins it from Becky. I think that's the better story. Right. So now I don't know why Sasha couldn't win. See, that one is a little, but you know, because we haven't seen Sasha versus Charlotte in almost two years. So yeah, so yeah, like, and they always put on bangers. So I guess that, but like, hmm. that's the only one that's like, eh. But I guess it's like it. Well, if Sasha, if Sasha wins, titles on SmackDown. If Charlotte wins. That title is also is also on SmackDown. So how would they bring it over? So I guess in that sense, in order to kind of further the Becky, um, Bianca feud, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that now we can have because we love seeing like Sasha actually like chase the title, and then when she gets it, like seeing her just like kind of just stunt on everybody. So we'll see. But I don't know. I'm taking those like backstage things with like a grain of salt. Right. <laughs> If they could somehow turn that big four that they've got mm-hmm. currently, uh-huh. you know, going on, it's really five because it would be five if Bailey was still here. But yeah. if they could somehow turn that four into eight, yes. then we would really have a really strong women's division on SmackDown. Right. It's like SmackDown, I need you to go back to treating the women better. Yeah. That's they, what I need you to go they, back they, to do. They keep BSing around Liv Morgan. You've got yeah. Zelina, so that's uh-huh. that's that's two more people right there that you could realistically right. kind of add in there. Even though Zelina with her size against mm-hmm. some of the other women makes it kind of, you know, sketchy when it comes to believing some things with her. But then yeah, not really because if she's like if she like sneaks them or she like if she they cheats. like try to work like a submission or something. Right. Like, you can do it. Like, even if you look at, like, like a Daniel Bryan, he was small, but, like, you believe that he could um, beat them because he would always say, he's like, it doesn't matter how big you are. When I put you in submission, you're going to go down. So, like, if you, like, maybe, like, work a submission or have her be, like, the smart heel who capitalizes against, like, the bigger people, I think it could still work. Right. You got Naomi. Mm Mm-hmm. You've got Tony Storm. (laughs) You've got Tony Storm. (laughs) Apparently, maybe one day we'll have Mia. Well, (laughs) no, we won't because she's on Raw. She's on Raw. Yeah. But if they could find like that seven, so if they could find one more woman, you got Tegan and Shotzi. 
I think they split them up. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, well, you got Tegan on one and Shasi on the other. But if they could get four, if they could heat up four more women mm-hmm. at the same time that these four women have, you know, through Raw and SmackDown have gotten, yeah. I, I think that, that, yeah, they could definitely build up their women's uh, division as a whole into mm-hmm. something that AEW would never be able to get close to. Nope. Because the thing with SmackDown is like, they they know how to use them. It's just that lately they haven't been and it's like annoying because it's like I know you guys know how to use them and you know how to do it well because that's what that's one of the things we've been praising them for. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, if they can just like stop bullshitting around and like get like just get on it. Cuz it's like I've noticed, I've been noticing. Don't think I haven't noticed <laughs> that like they, they'll give us one big segment with like um, either Becky or, and Bianca or like Bianca and Sasha, like one, like maybe like 10 or something segment. And then they'll give us like a five minute women's match and think, yeah, right. Cool. Huh? And it's like, no, 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 no. I noticed. Don't think we don't. You can't just cover it up just because, you know, you have the women closing the show. Right that we're not going to notice that that's like the only women's segment that we've had exactly. or we've had no women's match. Right. Right. And I loved Xavier's like coronation. I love that. He looks so happy and just like, I love how like supportive Kofi was. And he's just <laughs> like, why do you want these people to break up? Like, look at them. They're great. I loved it. Well, that was SmackDown Matters and NXT cast wrapped into one there. (laughs) Commentary brought to you by Miss Simi. (laughs) At this time, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtag because your commentary is always funny. And shout out to all the crew and the wrestlers over at ROH that got like mass release. And that 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 sucks so hard. And I just I wish them well. Yeah, very conflicting reports. Um The one thing that is kind of true is that, yes, the talent will be released from their contract so they can pursue um, other endeavors. Um, Mm -hmm. It was said that um, ROH in a statement released that they were trying to redo their branding and and, kind of just do a reset, a hard reset Mm -hmm. of their whole company. And so they were going to go on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the beginning oh, okay. of 2022 and so with that they said that they were probably not return until april the you know april may the spring Ooh. and in lieu of that they wanted to allow those wrestlers to be able to pursue whatever they needed to yeah because they didn't release anybody through the pandemic um, even mm-hmm. though, it, I mean, Sinclair has got as much money as Fox, so it really didn't hurt them yeah. to keep them on the payroll. Uh-huh. But okay, um, at this point, 
you know, they're trying to, I, I guess, maybe update, upgrade, maybe go younger, mm-hmm. maybe clear some of their books. I don't know. Um, uh, you know, there's a business reason for it, of course, but yeah, it hasn't yeah, necessarily yeah. come all the way out. Like I said, there have been kind of conflicting reports like, oh, ROH is going to shut down forever. But like officially yeah. from what I read in their statement, they said that they mm-hmm. were going to just try to rebrand, refocus, reallocate mm-hmm. um, the direction of the show and the company. Yeah. And they'll see us in the spring is basically what they mm-hmm. said. Uh, so yeah. there's a lot of free agents out there now, a lot of talented right. people. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Dalton Castle, Jonathan Gresham are two people who come to mind just right off the bat for me. Um, I don't mm-hmm. keep up with ROH as much as I did a couple of years ago. Um, but those would be two interesting names I'd like to see uh, get a chance, maybe, you know, come through AEW for, you know, a little while. And mm-hmm. uh, get a chance to be seen on a larger scale than they have uh, prior. But, yeah, it's going to be very yeah. interesting uh, winter time to see that talent. And if people hold out, if people just take indie mm-hmm. bookends and kind of wait for the new ROH to yeah. uh, debut and then go back to where they were. Or if people going to, you know, because I don't know if you can sign anywhere for a half a year. Maybe you could do a year. Maybe uh. you could do you know, I don't know if you can get an eight month contract in the wrestling business, you know? Yeah, that's, we don't know. <laughs> so, but it's just, oh, good luck to them. Right, right, right. I'd like to give a shout out to Miss Simi, of course, for joining me here each and every week. Give a shout out to all the listeners. Give a shout out to everybody here on the CSPN, Mo to the underscore Reese, J to the Max. Uh, Anwar Starwin, the guys over the Comic Book Chronicles, Terry's boy for always helping out in the pinch. Um, all the supporters, Madame Lizette, uh, Miss V, um, Jupiter Julep, Cami D, Laura Singh, uh, Black Howling, Khaled Wren. Thank you to those guys for holding down the Twitter spaces this week, allowing everybody to have their commentary with color heard uh, during the live tweets. Uh, thank you for everybody who uses the hashtag NXT cast each and every Tuesday night. Definitely appreciate you guys sharing your commentary with color with us. Always very entertaining as Miss Simi says, because we have the best fans um, <laughs> when it comes to sharing their commentary with color with us and their opinions. So thank you for listening. Support the sponsors over on CSPN.us. Click on that tab that says keep our podcast free. Buy something from any of those sponsors to help keep the show free each and every week. Like I said, the Patreon page is over on Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can hear us talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week there. Also pre and post show candid conversations that take place before all of these recordings uh, so you can kind of listen to what we do in the dark match is what we like to call it uh, before we get into the real topics of what we're going to talk about so each and every week there's new programming there on the Patreon page as well as up on CSPN.us and any podcast app all you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign the NXT cast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. For my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtag.
announcement to make. Tony D'Angelo, you finally finished your way to my talk show, Lashing Out with Lash Legend. But you know what? You're not the only one that can finesse a thing or two, because I got a lot of questions coming for you next week. So you better be ready. 